0: This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's newsletter, Zelma's Insurance Fraud Letter for August 1, 2023. This newsletter, the source for insurance fraud professionals contains multiple articles all available on the blog at zalma.com and at the link for the newsletter in full PDF format as set forth in the blog at zelma.com blog. The articles start with a man bites dog story where State Farm sues its fraudster doctor to stop false no-fault accident claims. In State Farm Mutual versus Herschel Kotkiss. The United States District Court for the Eastern District of New York found that the plaintiffs' various state farm insurers sued Herschel Kotkiss and Herschel Kotkus M.D.P.C., alleging that Dr. Kotkiss defrauded state farm by submitting hundreds of fraudulent bills for no-fault insurance charges on behalf of insured patients who were involved in automobile accidents. The court stopped, or at least put on hold, Dr. kotkus's thousands of lawsuits against State Farm as a signee of alleged victims of auto accidents. Next is more on McClenney-Mosley and Associates' issues from New Orleans. In this, the 11th installment of the saga of McClenney, Mosley, and Associates and its problems with the federal courts in the state of Louisiana in what appears to be an effort to profit from what some magistrate and district court judges indicate may be criminal conduct to profit from insurance claims relating to hurricane damage to the public of the state of Louisiana. You can read the full article in the full newsletter, at the link provided in the blog. Then there's an article on what happens when you lie to your insurer, you will lose your claim. Plaintiffs Richard Converse and Stephanie Converse owned a dwelling that was damaged by fire. State Farm insured the property at the relevant time, and after a fire on December 8, 2019, plaintiffs sought coverage under the insurance policy. Plaintiffs sued State Farm when it denied coverage for much of the claim, and the United States District Court was asked to rule on cross motions for summary judgment. Next is an article about Alex Murdaugh and insurance fraud. Mr. Murdaugh, after being convicted of murder, Investigators and lawyers turn to the financial frauds alleged to have been committed by Murdaugh and how those several served as a motive for the murders. There's a civil lawsuit against Murdaugh related to a fatal boat wreck involving the same son that Murdaugh was convicted of killing. Then there's a list of good news from the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud which begins with the story of a British man who tried to pass himself off as the son of a dead man, stealing thousands of pounds from the dead man's real family. Jack Reese from the Welsh city of Flint appeared at Chester Crown Court for sentence after previously pleading guilty to two counts of fraud, one of theft, one of providing false information. The crimes he admitted to Included between January and February of 2020, Reese claimed he was the son of the late David Hughes and intended to gain a life insurance policy to the value of 3,000 pounds. And he also tried illegally accessing the deceased bank account, stealing almost a 1,000 pounds. Reese also pleaded guilty to claiming he was the stepson, illegally registering the death of David Hughes at Flintshire Registrar Office and stealing 500-pound motor car belonging to Mr. Hughes. You can read this and many more comments and convictions from the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud at the link available in the blog. Then there's an article on how to add to the professionalism of the insurance claims and insurance fraud profession the insurance industry has had a less than effective training of its personnel and their employees, whether in claims, underwriters, or sales, are hungry for education and training to improve their work in the industry. And you can find more about the training available at zelma.com and read the full article at the link on the blog to the 20-page PDF, Zelma's insurance fraud letter. Next, there's an article on eight years in prison for a firefighter's fraud who joined in a major health insurance fraud conspiracy. Tom Scherer and another firefighter were sentenced to prison on July 12th for their respective roles in a multi-million dollar health care fraud conspiracy. Share 50 was sentenced to 96 months in prison. The former Margate, New Jersey firefighter was found guilty on September 8, 2022, of one count of conspiracy to commit health care fraud and three counts of health care fraud following a 12-day trial before U.S. District Judge Robert B. Kugler in Camden, New Jersey, federal court. You can read the full article in the PDF with the link in the blog post. Then there's a listing of health insurance fraud convictions with dozens of convictions, starting with the conviction providing three years in prison for a $7 million auto fraud scheme. Kailunara Barishova, a 57-year-old owner of the Brighton Physical Therapy Center, was one of four people who were indicted in February of 2021 by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Boston on felony insurance fraud charges. All four pleaded guilty to a single count of fraud And three have been sentenced you can read about the full article about this scheme at the link to the full fraud newsletter along with dozens more reports of convictions for health insurance fraud then there's an article on other than health insurance fraud convictions Let's start with four years in federal prison for Michael Stewart Smith, also known as Black Mike, 36, who pleaded guilty in federal court in Jefferson City, Missouri, to participating in wire and mail fraud conspiracies. Smith, a Kansas City man, was sentenced to four years in federal prison for his role in a $1.1 million insurance fraud scheme with a former Columbia, Missouri man. In addition to jail, Smith was also ordered by U.S. District Judge Roseanne Ketchmark to pay $40,836 in restitution. You can read this full article and multiple other convictions for other than health insurance fraud at the full newsletter, the link of which is available at the blog post. Then there's an article about Funeral Services owner was sentenced to three years in prison for insurance fraud. Jeremiah Randall J.R. Witt, the former owner of the Harrison Funeral Services in Yanceyville, North Carolina, pleaded guilty to numerous charges in Caswell County and will serve a minimum of three years in the North Carolina prison system. Upon his release, he will be supervised on probation for five years and owes $51,011.86 in restitution. You can read the full article at the blog post And in the PDF, this video was adapted from my blog and from Zalma's insurance fraud letter for August 1, 2023. You can find the link to the blog at zalma.com blog. And you can subscribe if you wish and receive notice. Of all blog postings usually five sometimes six a week and there are more than forty five hundred and fifty blog posts available there will be a link to the newsletter which is available at zelma.com slash blog and uh, the PDF link is available for anyone who tries You can also subscribe to the videos on YouTube and Rumble.com. And if you do, I'd appreciate it if you click on the like button or the thumbs up button on Rumble. And if you're interested in more information about insurance, insurance claims and insurance fraud, you might want to consider, for a very small fee, subscribing to my Substack publications or my, my locals community.